Hey guys, Nick Kruger back again with another special edition of the Commitment Issues podcast from the Rivals 5 Star Challenge player registration last week. Uh, unfortunately, a bit of bad news to start things off. Even though we kicked things off on this podcast with an interview with the number one player in the country, Marvin Wilson, the video <laughs> component of that did not work. We had some technical difficulties. The audio version still there, obviously. Uh, it's a quick interview, and obviously he's the top player in the country. So let's start off with that. We're going to roll directly into an interview with his teammate and fellow five-star Walker Little, uh, an interview done with me and Woody Womack. Wrap things up with Jeffrey Okuda, and then I'll talk to you again to close out the show. Hope you enjoy it. Here's my interview with Marvin Wilson. Here on the Commitment Issues podcast with the number one player in the country, Marvin Wilson, from the great state of Texas, of course, uh, coming out here and being a part of the Five Star Challenge. Let's just talk real quick about the event itself. How much were you looking forward to coming out here and, and being a part of this? I've been waiting for this like almost all year long, you know, just come back here last year, dominating the camp. Now I got a bigger target on my back for everybody that's been looking at me, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I just maybe been working out harder the last couple of weeks, you know, just going at it hard, you know, just coming out here and seeing all the guys, you know, all dudes in the group chats with, just talking with them and stuff like that, just coming out here and just trying to be successful. And we have a pretty good group of, of, our, of our Texas guys here. Um, you know, obviously you and Walker are teammates and uh, you and Baron are good friends. Uh, just talk a little bit about the group of Texas guys here. Is there a sense of like state pride for you guys to compete and, and show that the state is, you know, back up on the come up? Of course, you know, everybody wants to talk about Florida and all like California best, but now we go, now we're here at the camp. Who has the most players here? It's Texas. That's right. So I feel like Texas is the best state, you know, coming in with all the with the most five stars. I think here, right? So I'm just saying, like, we're the best. <laughs> we uh, you play tight end sometimes for seven on seven. Are you gonna try and take some offensive reps? Yeah, I'm gonna try to take some. Nobody's gonna stop you, right? Who's gonna argue with you? Nope. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just do. I'm just do a couple fade rides inside the twenty and throw, throw the jump ball. I think we had Byron Cowart here a couple years ago. He kind of did the same thing. And when you come in as a defensive lineman, number one player in the country, it's like I said. I mean, you're gonna win every argument, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> um, let's talk real quick about uh, you being number one in our rankings again. You're you're two ranking cycles away from going start to finish, un, unimpeded as being like the top player in the country. Is there a big sense of pride if you're able to take that, uh, you know, start to finish as the, as the top player in the country? It's a huge pride. Like I, I take that. I take this. It's like I, it's like I can't even put it in words. Like how serious I take this. You know, I just starting off number one. I just want to keep it. You know, it's like it's not hard. It's not easy to keep it. It's very hard. So you know, I got a lot of guys rising up on me, like Trevor Ryan, like Najee, and like Dylan, all the Bear, and all those guys rising up on me. So you know, I just got to make me work harder because you know, every now and then you, you might you can't let these guys outshine you no matter what. Like no matter how how good they're getting, you gotta still stay on top of your game. That's interesting. You bring up Baron because we mentioned you guys are good friends. I think you guys are rooming together. Did you clear that? Yeah, oh. I, I, no, I, I'm waiting for it to see. But well, so listen. So, so we moved Barron to the top outside linebacker in the country, and he's within like five spots of you. I mean, has the trash talk already started? Like he's coming for your spot? Man, of course it started. That's my, <laughs> my dude. You know, just been talking with him. You know, just he just want to be. You want to be the best, just like I want to be the best. You know, just want to keep working hard. If he beats me out, he beats me out. Man, that's still gonna be my boy at the end of the day. So. And there's and there's obviously a few other recruiting sites like ours that, that do rankings and stuff. You're not number one across the board, but when you go on recruiting trips and you talk to other coaches and stuff, do they treat you like you're like you're the number one player in the country regardless? Or I mean, what what's the what's the feel that you get being being top with us as opposed to maybe what you think some other kids' recruiting experiences like? Uh, being top with y'all, I think like I get, like a lot of my recruiting visits a lot padded than like everybody else. You know, getting showed around by almost all the whole coaches that I've been mm. carting around stuff like that, just chilling out. Uh, getting to meet everybody, getting like the special treatment, everything like that. But I feel like being number one is like like made my premium visits like that much better. Mm -hmm. So, 
you know, as as we're coming down uh, down the line, down the stretch, and you're and you're thinking about making a commitment and paring down the list and stuff like that. I mean, you know, is there is there any sort of is there one quality or one factor that you think weighs heavier in terms of you know what the criteria is in your decision making process? You know, not necessarily scheme, environment, whatever. Whatever is there is there one thing that stands out to you? Uh, just uh, actually my education. You know, uh, I want to be a broadcast journalism. You know going into that after I'm done playing football. So, you know, whoever has, like, one of the best programs or, like to fit me where I can come in and, do, and be successful, that's, that's where I want Well, you're definitely getting some on-the-job training today here, yeah. going through all these interviews. Thanks so much, Marvin. He's going to be on Team Spotlight, the team that me and Woody Womack picked. So keep your eyes out for him and all the videos and content to come. Here we are, five-star challenge, joined by Walker Little, me and Nick. Of course, mm-hmm. you know our ugly faces, and those of you <laughs> listening uh, know my nasally drone anywhere. So... Walker, we wanted to have you on. We're doing, uh, you know, a special Texas episode. Nick had a chance to sit down earlier with, uh, with Marvin. We know you guys are teammates and, and friends and everything like that. So what's it like having somebody like that to navigate the process with? I mean, you guys can kind of not only sit around and talk about what you like, but you can go to a school, you have someone to hang out with, you're mm-hmm. not kind of isolated. Just kind of give us a window into what yeah, that's Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's definitely a big benefit having a kid who's going through almost the exact same process as you through school interests and things like that, but it helps to have someone to bounce ideas off of and talk to different coaches, see how they feel about them. You know, if they, he goes on a visit, I trust that, you know, we have a lot of the same tastes and things like that. He can tell me stuff, so, you know, maybe I, I might take that same visit or things like that, but uh, it definitely helps having a kid going through the same process, be able to talk about it with, and not having to keep it all in. Have you guys caught coaches in lies at all about like um, behind this view? You guys no, we probably never taught. Like it's more just like you know that coach was really cool. Then I'll go and see him. About, oh yeah, yeah, he was he was a cool coach. You know, I really liked him. Or you know that coach was a little different. We'll go see him. Like, we'll agree. We usually have the we have the same kind of preferences on coaches, but it helps just to have a, another set of eyes and be able to talk about things with well, you guys are, oh, go I was gonna say how many how many visits have you guys actually taken together because when you when we when we had him here earlier hey Rob scooch back when, when, when we had when we had Marvin here earlier that's the nice thing about doing a podcast right you don't care about that part um he was saying you know he was saying the treatment that he gets as being like a number one player uh-huh. in the country is probably probably better than like what most guys get when yeah, they go on visits so sure. when you go with him I mean yeah. do you see the difference what's yeah. that like I mean, when we go together it's definitely uh it's definitely a little crazier just because there's all the all the def- all the defense coaches, all the offense coaches, following you around, showing you everything, you know, pulling out all the stops for you and things like that. So it's definitely fun going to visits with them. I've probably gone three or four with them so far, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun going together and just be able to talk about things and have someone that, uh, that's relatable with you talk about stuff with. Mm-hmm. So Davis Mills came here through here and talked to us, and he okay. said. Your his prime target this week. Mm-hmm, really, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, do you know him? What's it like, kind of getting to know guys that maybe you've seen on Twitter or in social media and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. So he actually he reached out to me a couple, probably about a month ago, for my Stanford visit, and uh, just wanted to talk a little bit. And then we changed numbers. We uh, we text every once in a while about things, but you know he's definitely a big Stanford guy. Definitely going to be staking me there, I, I believe. But. Uh, you know, he definitely wants me out there with him, and uh, he's a great quarterback. Seen a lot about him, so definitely excited uh, to meet him and uh, have a little relationship there. Mm-hmm. We talked to Mike a lot about Old Miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what I let him ask this question. Yeah. This is the- so, so you know, <laughs> Hugh Freeze isn't real happy with Mike right now. By yeah. the way, I don't know if he mentioned that to you, but uh, they've got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, whatever with Tunsil mm-hmm. and things like that. Yep. 
What has the communication been with their coaching staff about that? Have you asked I them? I mean, like, the, the, they definitely came out right off the bat and just told me, you know, they, uh, there's, you know, some, some stuff that went on and that, you know, that, that, you know, nothing to worry about, though, and just that, uh, you know, they're still the same guys that, you know, I've grown to like over there and that, uh, you know, they still got a great program. And, uh, you know, they're just trying to smooth things out with me, and they did, and I'm definitely still highly interested in that program and, uh, you know, definitely trust all those coaches that they have my best interests. Yeah, we don't want to get you in trouble or anything, uh-huh. but some of the stuff, I mean, we talked about it on our last podcast episode. It was some things like guys getting a few hundred dollars here and there. Have you heard, you know, you're in the recruiting circles. Uh-huh. Have you heard about other schools doing that? Did it seem like, I don't know if you know what the allegations were specifically, mm-hmm. did it sound like anything out of the ordinary to you, though, being in the recruiting world where you hear rumors? Uh, I mean, I had heard that. rumors and stuff that so-and-so got you know, paid or something like that, but, you know, most of it sometimes is just kids saying that to get attention, you know, at their own school, just saying, oh, this coach gave me all this, and really there was <laughs> nothing there. They just want to act like they're getting all this cool stuff, so... But, you know, usually, uh, you know, there's nothing bad going on. Most coaches know the rules, follow them real strictly, especially with uh, top recruits. You know, they don't want right. to, they know that there's the obvious guys that are going to get caught and things like that. So, you know, most coaches are really solid and uh, have the best interest at heart. What's your feeling going forward here as we head into next season? I know I, know I see the – your trainer sends me videos of you training, you know, on, outside, of, outside of what you do with, with Marvin. You know, what's the – you know, what are your personal goals between now and the end of your, your senior season? What do you want to see yourself accomplish, and how do you think that factors into, you know, wh- what decision you're going to make as far as yeah. you know, your I mean, choices? obviously I want to just become a better player, and a lot of that's going to be at camps like this, going against top players in the nation, seeing where I stand, you know, seeing what I can improve on. Uh, but, you know, right now it's really just gearing up, trying to get prepared for uh, college and things like that, getting my body and uh, uh, my technique and things like that prepared. Uh, you know, I want, I want to be able to go in there with a shot at, uh, at starting. You know, obviously, it's no, nowhere it's going to be guaranteed, nor do you want it to be guaranteed, because a program that's getting guaranteed is probably not a great program. But, uh, you know, I want to go somewhere. I'm, I know I'm going to have to work. And uh, you know, I'm gonna try to gear myself up for that. If people, if people, kind of giving you an uh, idea, right or left tackle, do you have a preference? I mean, I've never, I've never really had a preference at it. You know, uh, some school, I, most schools tell me they want me a left tackle just because my length. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm definitely just as comfortable at right tackle. You know, I've, I've been told a lot that you know, a lot of people can see me going at right tackle in the beginning, maybe transferring to left tackle. But for me, it doesn't matter. I just want, want to be on the field and do what I can to help my team win. Because we see. We see him come in here. I mean, look, clean cut, nice haircut, you know, million dollar smile, right? And then, and then at the Dallas camp, he was just killing people. And then that's when, you know, that's what spurred, you know, you to be one of our new five stars in the new ranking. So I thought maybe, you know, right tackle is kind of where they put the nasty, the nasty well, side. Well, yeah, I've got some, I've got some like inside baseball, inside football type stuff. Everyone wants to be a left tackle, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, most people. Most people want to be left out. I mean, uh, as of late, especially after the Super Bowl with Vaughn Miller killing it, you know, right tackles become a little bit more valuable. But left tackle is definitely a desirable position. Right. So, like, yeah, you guys, you look around, you guys look down on the right tackle. The guys are like, yeah, I'm gonna play right tackle. You're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you can definitely <laughs> see it at, uh, <laughs> at regional camps and things like that, especially that I've been to. There's so many left tackles. You just have to wait in line to get reps, and that's why uh, most of the ones I've gone to now have just gone to right tackles. I can get more reps, get in there quicker, uh-huh. and, you know, get my work done. 
moment where left tackle would be sitting in line, maybe get three reps. So. That's what. That's why Stanford's in the mix. Is it thinking, man? I was gonna say the same joke. So that tells you all we need to know. All right. Well, all right. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Mark. Awesome. Appreciate it, man. We'll see you thanks soon. All. all right, guys. Thanks for hanging in this far. Here's my interview with. Five-star defensive back Jeffrey Okuda. We kind of just went right into the interview, so no real introduction uh, on the spot there as we got things started. So that's what this is for. One more interview to go, then we'll come back to close out the show. Thanks again for listening. Here's Jeffrey Okuda. Just talk about how the experience has been in general with you, just uh, all the visits you've been taking, You know, just meeting the coaches. I mean, what's been the recruiting process and the experience been like for you? Uh, it's, been sur- it's been surreal just because... Uh, <clears throat> Sometimes you meet guys that don't even have one offer. You meet guys that have 50 offers. But, I mean, you have to take everything as a blessing. Mm-hmm. Just some guys don't have any offers. Mm-hmm. And so I've been just taking everything as a blessing, uh, looking at it as this doesn't even have to be me right now. So mm-hmm. I'm just happy to be right at now. So when we were talking about putting the room assignments together, you know, you and, you and Anthony have requested to be with each other. Uh, talk a little bit about the relationship that you two guys have, both being Texas guys, both being defensive backs. What's the relationship with you two guys like? Oh, definitely. We, uh, we train with Coach Clay Mack in Texas. He's kind of one of those big DB trainers. So just him wanting to be with me, me and meant a lot because I know last year it was kind of some DBs that I kind of looked up to as far as maybe Jamal Adams. So it's kind of kind of goes both ways now. Um, as far as the as far as the other Texas guys go here, uh, maybe one of them. Be, I know you can't see through there, right? Because, <laughs> um, what you know, what's your relationship like with guys like Marvin, Barron, Walker Little? Uh, you know, so, some of the some of the guys that are all five oh five stars now within the state, all being here all at once. You know, what's that? You know, what's that sort of being like? Um, me and Marvin, we like we just like brothers. So I mean, sometimes he'll just come to me. I'll come to him about recruiting stuff. We'll just sit down and chop it up. So mm-hmm. a lot of those guys in Texas. I mean, Marvin, Baron Browning, Sean Robinson, those are like my brothers. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, uh, does, it, does, it, does it give you a little bit better picture of, of what goes on at one school as opposed to the other one? You get to go visit one and he gets to go visit, you know? Yeah, sir. I mean, every, everyone kind of gives their insight on it. And then we just kind of sit down and just maybe form a consensus about that insight. We asked, uh, I think we asked Walker if, like, you guys ever caught any coaches and lies, you know, saying, like, one thing to the, you know. Yeah, so he gets kind of, yeah, he gets kind of awkward over that sometimes because some coaches say, send the same message about 10 guys and then try to kind of uh, play it off smooth. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of crazy, but it's so cool. But it's a little bit different for you as, uh, you know, being a defensive back uh, as opposed to being a defensive tackle, as opposed to being a linebacker. I mean, what, you know, what do you think, what do you think that you bring as far as your skill set goes? Because, I mean, you do it all. You cover, you know, you're, you're athletic as heck, you know, you can hit, obviously. So, so what, I mean, what's, you know, what do you think that your skill set brings that kind of gives you an edge and, uh, you know, sort of plugs you in better with other different teams that you go to talk to? I just feel like I'm just so versatile. I can play in so many different schemes. So it's not like, well, he's a small guy, so we can't have him on this guy. Or he's, a two, he's big, but he can't cover, so we can't have him on this guy. I'm mm-hmm. not like I can just do it all. And I play with a high intensity. So I, mean, I feel like just having those traits can help me play in any scheme. Is there one thing... Is there one thing about the camp here that you're going to do this weekend that you think? I mean, obviously you don't have too much to prove, being you know a highly ranked guy and everybody knows who you are. But I mean, is there one thing that you're looking to showcase a little bit more with all the top other players being here? I'm gonna uh, my goal right now is I'm gonna, I'm gonna play corner seven on seven. Oh yeah. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna show that I can. I'm gonna say, well, I know I can do it, but I'm gonna just work my skill set over there. We uh, you know, we drafted teams to do the seven on seven and. 
unfortunately, you couldn't end up on, you didn't end up on me and Woody. Somebody took you before we had the chance because we took Marvin first, and then some other guys fell away because we had we had the first overall. So it was like eight picks before it came back to us or whatever. Um, but I was thinking like, and I don't know if you saw the story that you know we put out ahead of the ahead of the five star challenge. I was thinking like a dream scenario would be you and BJ at the safety positions, even though you said you just wanted to play corner right now, because I think that. If there's somebody that could, has the potential to kind of be where you're at next year, it's BJ. Um, do you know BJ Foster or no? Not too much. Not too much, but you have an opportunity to hang out with him a little yes, bit. Sir. He's kind of a soft-spoken guy. I don't know how interested he is in like getting too involved, but I mean, do you, uh, you know, as far as the other defensive backs here and stuff are concerned, I mean, do you have a, a particular relationship with any one guy that you have kind of like a friendly competition with? Uh, I would say. No, 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 not anyone right here. But I know some guys I like to work out with is Darnay Holmes mm -hmm. out of Cali. So I don't, he, I don't think he's here. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of interested in building your relationship. So mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I guess I guess maybe we'll ask one more one recruiting related qu uh, question while I have you here because I know you and Baron recently took a trip up to Ohio State together. Yes, sir. You know, just kind of recap that visit, but also talk a little bit about what it was like being able to go with Baron. I mean, it was great just being able to see. I mean, I know what I feel about it, and then getting to see what he feels about it, and then mm -hmm. we kind of just. How do we both feel about it? So that was that was big time for me, just being someone that can relate to me instead of being with a just an adult mm -hmm. where they just have their adult mindset. Not nah, putting it together with another recruit, that was big for me. Well, and I guess I know I said last question, but uh, everybody likes to try and connect the dots. Where like, oh, this guy is friends with this guy, or these guys are brothers, and they probably both go to the same place. Um, I mean, how big of a factor is that with you and a guy like Baron or a guy like Marvin? I mean, do you guys, how, how legitimate is the conversation talking about maybe we should go to the same place and do something special? It's big, but at the same time, I mean, everyone knows that they have to make the best decision for themselves because if you're just wasting off someone else's decision, then you might not get the best opportunity for yourself because not everyone can have the best opportunity at the same school. I mean, I know it's a very small percentage that it works out like that. So mm -hmm. everyone just tries to get the best opportunity for themselves. So. But if it ends up being that it's at the same school, then I think that's, that's really cool as well. Okay. Yes, All right, Jeffrey Okuda, part of a big uh, recruiting class here in the state of Texas. Yes, sir. All right, guys, thanks again for listening to the special edition Commitment Issues podcast, Texas Roundup from the Five Star Challenge. Man, that's a mouthful. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to listen to the similar uh, sort of podcast that we did with three quarterbacks at the event. That was Jake Allen, Davis Mills, and, of course, a uh, big friend of the podcast, Mac Jones, all talking about their recruiting experiences and, and what they expected out of the five-star challenge. We'll be back again next week with a few more interviews, possibly, uh, and the same great content that you've come to love and expect from us here at the Commitment Issues podcast. So thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week.